Welcome to the Two Wealth Show, a show that shares how you can create real wealth for you and your family. I'm one of your hosts, Justin Bogard, and my co-host is Elizabeth Sickles, a.k.a. Super E. I am a real estate note investor specializing in performing residential real estate debt. I find the deals, acquire them for my own portfolio, as well as educate investors while walking them through the process of owning a real estate note. My co-host, Super E, a real estate investor, specializing in short-term rentals and the management of them. She connects investors with short-term tenants and manages everything in between. Our show is sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. You can find out more information by visiting our websites at brightpathnotes.com and elizabethmayora.com. Hey, welcome everybody. Justin Bogart, Bright Path Notes. Welcome to episode number nine. Super E, my friend. How's it going? It's going well. And Justin, we have a really incredible guest today. Um, Winston and I have been friends for four years now. Um, and I thought you were going to say has... 40. I was like, wait a minute. I know how old you are. Don't go that far. <laughs> Uh, he has an incredible story to share with our listeners and um, definitely different than any of the guests that we've had before. Okay. What, let's bring him on stage. Well, hey, Winston. How are y'all doing today? It's good to see you. Good to be invited. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So for our listeners, um, I mentioned Winston and I, we've known each other for four years now. and No, five years. Um, February was five years. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's been a while now. That Yes. And uh, what's really great is Winston's story is different than anybody that we've had on the show and really goes against, you need a team of this person, that person, and, the, uh, and everything. But he's built an incredible real estate portfolio, portfolio. He's in Tennessee. And so without further ado, Winston Template, thank you so much for being on our show. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Can you tell our listeners um, about how you got started in real estate? Well, I I started a maintenance company where I was doing service work for restaurants back in 1992. And then in the early 2000s, I had a a guy that used to work for him and had started and went in business doing selling real estate. And he had a trailer park he wanted to sell. And he kept calling me and asking me to buy this trailer park. And I kept telling him, I don't do rentals. I don't do trailer parks. And he just was relentless. So eventually I kind of bought the trailer park just to get him off of my back. And then <laughs> that's it. So, you know, after about a year having a trailer park and doing some rehab, we're making about fourteen, fifteen $15,000 of income a month is positive. And I was, wow. okay. so then I went from there and we just started buying houses. I would buy houses in rehab and we would let my own guys come in and, and work whenever they weren't busy doing something else. So a little synergy within the company. And we just, that's where we started. That's how we went. And and I think something that's really key that Winston had told me a long time ago was um, you made the switch, Winston, in your first company with the HVAC, so heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, from doing residential to commercial. Will you tell our listeners and our viewers why you made that switch? Well, I started off doing commercial. I didn't start off doing residential. I, I bought, I actually bought a residential company in early 2000. And I kept that company for several years, but I just, I did not like the way residential worked. 
when I was dealing with residential, you'd go in and they would, the, my competitors were advertising at a really small number. They'll come out to your house for $30, $20. At one time, one of them was advertising $8 a month. We'll come out and do three tune-ups a year. And all they're doing is coming out and selling stuff. And, and I don't work that way. I have, I have integrity about what I do. If I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you what it's going to be. There'll be no upcharge when it's done. It's going to be exactly what I said. And it was hard to compete because other people would call. I would tell them my service charge to come out was $80 or whatever it was. And they would say, well, they'll do it for $20. And I'm like, they're not coming out there for $20. you got to understand that people are making more than that. So it was just a losing proposition. So I, I got rid of that company and just strictly did commercial. Awesome. But we Which- were servicing. We serviced <laughs> about 700 restaurants in Nashville. And that was pretty much from door to door. We did anything in a restaurant. This was and, early 2000. I'm sorry, Super E. This was I early started, 2000. I started that company in 1992. So okay. I <clears throat> sold that company in 2019. Oh, okay. Recently. Yes. Just years. Okay. But the point of that is that it really speaks to Winston's integrity. Um, <laughs> and part of the reason why he's been able to build this huge real estate portfolio. And I just want to clarify for, for all of our listeners and our viewers is that his cash flow was 14 to 15,000 per month on that trailer park. Correct. I, I heard that and I was like, whoa, your first deal? That was your first, was first real estate? That was the first real estate deal. <clears throat> well, you, you know what you're doing. <laughs> That's that was, for sure. That, that was definitely by luck, but we have okay. tuned it and made some mistakes. And I tell you what, just getting the right people behind you, the right mentors behind you, people, you know, learn from somebody else's mistakes. Don't learn from your own mistakes because that's quite costly. Exactly. Exactly. I have many of those in my record. Yes, <laughs> from my own mistakes. Absolutely. <laughs> and can you walk us through and kind of, you know, let our listeners in on, because I wanted you to say it and, and not me say it, but just what your path has been, Winston, in the real estate world and where where you guys are now. Okay. Let's, can we dug that down a little bit? I want people to understand, everybody thinks I gotta, I gotta be a genius at this to, to do real estate. I just, it doesn't fit. I don't know enough. I, I, I don't have enough money. And, and I, I would like to share a little bit of my background because sure. I really, I really come from absolutely nothing. I mean, I, I did learn to read till I was 30 years old. I, I left home when I was 17 years old. I've been on my own since then. I moved from New Orleans, Louisiana to Tennessee when I was 22. And I mean, I, for the first two years I was in business, I lived in a trailer with no running water. It had plywood wow. over half of the windows in that trailer. I mean, I had nothing. And that's where I started from. So it doesn't require, you know, later on when I was 30, I learned how to read and, and I'm an avid reader now. But you know, you can do it. It takes more heart to do what we do than anything else. It isn't It isn't luck. There's no luck to it, really. I mean, it really is to be diligent about what you do. I'm a goal-oriented guy. I set a lot of goals so that I know exactly what I'm going to do this year and next year and five years from now. There's never any guesswork in that. So, But anyway, when I, when I started my main company and, and bought the trailer park, after that right there, I said, okay, we're going to buy some housing rehab. And we started buying houses and we would rehab a house. And I never sold anything. I kept everything that I bought. And then I would buy another house and we would rehab it. And we got to the point that I couldn't find any any houses that I thought was a good deal for me. So I told my wife, I said, find me a piece of land. I'm going to I'm gonna build a house. She said, we don't build houses. 
I said, we do now. Find me a piece of so, <laughs> so that's Love what it. she did. Problem and, it was, it, and that's the way it was. So she found, she found the most rinky-dink lottery. It was $7,000 that fell off the side of a hill. And it was in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> you know, when you buy the very last lot yeah. in, a, in, a, in a subdivision, you're not getting the prime lot at all. No. So, but, but that's what it was. So I picked out this little 1,400-foot house plan, and, and we just went to town, and we built that house. And I had about 120000 in the house when I finished with it. The house appraised or the house appraised for two forty. We sold it for two forty, and that was my very first house to build. And wow, you know, I didn't do the work to myself. I subcontracted the work. I managed the people. I, I like to manage people, so I managed the people that did the work. And you know, so we, we did that, and then I built another house, and then we built four houses at one time, and we've just continued to do the exact same thing. So we, I, I will build a house. And then I will pull the, I will pull the equity out if I need to pull the equity out, and then I will keep the house. And I'm still making money on my cash flow. I'm still making money on my principal reduction. I'm making money on appreciation. I still get my depreciation also. So I make money on houses that I have nothing invested. I'm still making twenty five thousand dollars a year off of them with nothing invested. And that is that is our footprint. That's how we do it. That's awesome. That's a very repeatable process. And and one thing I, I can tell from you, Winston, already with with the short amount of time that I've I've been able to listen to you, is you have a very clear vision. And I think I you're have, clear. I have a yeah. vision. 20, I'm I'm 52, and I can tell you where I'm going to be at 70. And 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 it's funny because it's broke down. I got broke down on a 10 year plan, a, a 20 year plan, a 10 year plan, a five year, a three year, and then I break it all the way down to what I'm going to accomplish in the next 90 days. And I know what I'm going to do in the next 90 days. And then I know what I'm going to do in 60 days or um, six months. And, and it's very defined because if not, I, I get sidetracked. I'm, I, I get sidetracked quick. I think I got ADHD or something. <laughs> but, I need to take a page out of Winston's book and be a lot more clear and have a lot more vision like Winston does. Um, speaking of being clear, I'm trying to focus in on um, those of you that aren't, watching our video right now there's a little i guess it was a poster or a picture behind winston and i can't read everything that it says but it says something like 97 percent who quit and then can you finish the rest of the poster for me it says 97 percent of people that quit will work for the three percent of people that don't quit ah and you know basically since i was in my early 20s i worked for myself so i've really in for the majority of my life, I've never worked for people or for myself, but uh, I love to help people. I love to help people start their own companies, and, and I've helped people start businesses that compete against companies, which they never competed against me. They would they would open it up, and they would go to a clientele or something, but I love that. I love helping people with real estate. I love seeing people succeed because I know what it took for me to do it, and it's amazing how many people you can try to help, and, and they really they just give up. They give up just short of, of succeeding. They get a couple of failures and they say, well, I failed. Failure isn't failure until you quit. You know, Otherwise, failure is just a stepping stone to success. So I like that. I like that. That, that, that means something to me because that's how I've been my whole life. I, I don't understand the failure part. I just don't quit. You know, And I fail all the time. But I just, I'm, not, I'm not smart enough to quit. I'm too dumb. I just keep... I'll get deeper and deeper until I finally figure it out and I make it work. I like what you said about failing. <clears throat> that, that's a great statement. I oftentimes see other people that could be doing very well in, in any real estate space that they choose. And they, and I think they quit and they give up too early because it's, uh, it's perceived as being too difficult and too hard without 
trying to really solve the problem. So th- thanks for saying that. And you're very inspirational, um, Winston. Well, well, we have that. Another thing I see a lot of, times, a lot of people go in and they want to start a company, but they want to be the boss. And they think yeah. the boss stays at home and the boss goes to work at nine and the boss quits at 3.30. And, and that ain't the real world. The real world is you need to be there before your employees. You need to be there after your employees. You need to get everything lined up. And it, it's a lot of hours, a lot of sacrifice. You sacrifice family. You sacrifice your health. You sacrifice everything for the success. And then maybe when you're 50 years old, 45 years old or something like that right there, you don't have to work so hard. And you start taking some time off and you can relax and, you know, work as much or as little as you want at that point, but not whenever you're young and just starting out. That's a great point. And I'll say just to, excuse me, to Winston's point that he likes to help people. He and I met actually, um, we were both taking classes with Rich Dad. Well, he and his wife also. Mm. um, And we were in the financial class. So we met in February in Dallas. So February of 2016 and became friends. And I went down and stayed with he and his wife. And then I was getting ready to close on my first two investment properties in Fountain Square. And I called Winston because I was getting... I was having fears before actually closing. I was thinking about stepping out of the deal. And he asked me, he said, did you run your numbers? And I said, I've ran my numbers like a million times. And he, and what was so great was Winston said that he always gets a little scared. It's not the right word, but there's always that, that pit in your stomach whenever you're getting ready to sign for something again. And that was, man, I made so much money on that deal. And I'm so grateful for Winston's advice and you know, that you take the time to take my calls now. Um, the numbers you know, he, don't lie. The numbers don't lie. We may lie to ourselves. We may try and convince yep. ourselves of something or, or convince ourselves in a project or out of a project, but if the numbers and the numbers are what you're looking for on your profit margin, then that's the numbers. They don't, you know, it's what it is. Mm-hmm. Now you may fail because you fail to manage it properly, mm-hmm. but if you do what you think you're going to do and commit It'll work. Absolutely. Um, can you tell them about the um, your newest development that you and your wife have started? How many doors are going to be in that? Well, right right now, we currently hold 137 doors now. Um, and I'm not a highly leveraged guy, so we're leveraged about 10% on the whole 137. So we're not, we're not way out there. Nice. Um, so right now, I have currently under construction... I have five duplexes under construction, two single family houses we're fixing to pull out of the ground and three rehabs that we're working on now. I've been working on a land development deal. I bought some land maybe three years ago and I've been working with my engineer to get a site plan done. So we got the site plan done for a 60 unit apartment complex. So oh, wow. the we have everything done. We have everything ready to break ground. I'm waiting on my architect is working on the drawings for the apartment complex of what we want to do. And as soon as he gets that right there done, then we will actually build that apartment complex. Now I'm going to syndicate that. I haven't syndicated anything before. That'll be my first syndication deal, but I'm going to build it myself. So awesome. And it's Are you- more experience. I just want to do it. You know, we've done the, we've done some, I had of a um, 48 unit apartment complex that I bought that we had a rehab and we stripped that apartment down to the dirt. I mean, the whole entire five, four buildings plus a four office. We stripped everything, the floorings out of it, the rafters, the girders, everything. We had to strip everything out of it and and start from scratch. We pull the drywall up and rebuild the whole thing. And that's got to be way more miserable than any new construction job. So I'm excited about the new construction. <laughs> I may not go back to rehabbing again. 
Yeah, that's like 50, <laughs> 50 rehabs in one project, right? It, it, it was. It took me a year. It took me a year. And that's actually a short amount of time, I think, for that. <laughs> that seems pretty quick. Well, I spent a year away from home I, because it's it's about three hours right out of Chattanooga. So I spent okay. um I spent a year out of out of my house, away from my wife, and um and I just stayed there seven days a week till I got it done. So, so that 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 property was in Tennessee. Do you do most of your real estate? Uh, I think. Do you live in Indiana? I live in Tennessee. I live right outside of Nashville. Oh, you live in Tennessee. Okay. Yes, so do you do most of your property right there now in I, Tennessee, or I do. I have bought some some properties out of state, and every time I do, I sell them. Um, okay. I love Tennessee. Tennessee <laughs> is a builder friendly state. There's tons of appreciation. There's tons of opportunity, and um, I usually, I, I probably have at least five more pieces of property right now that I'm working on some land development with. So it's just one project and another than another. There's no reason for me to go out of state because I usually, I will, I will end up with pretty much an infinite return on my investment almost every time. Nice. Very That's nice. <clears throat> so all of the money, the apartment complex I rehab in South Pittsburgh, all of the money that I had invested in that right there. I pull all that money back out of the apartment complex and we still make about $15,000 a month profit off of it. And then I invest that money into other projects, which are making me way more than the $15,000 that I lost. In it. So how do you, just a little side question about that apartment building that you stripped down and rebuilt back up. How long did it take you to fill some occupancy in there? Was, was it pretty quick? Well, it was going to be really quick. Then COVID come back and visited us. Oh. Um, we finished that in February of last year. Oh, so wow. She's, my, now we, my wife and I changed roles. I left South Pittsburgh, came home. She left home, went back to South Pittsburgh and she started renting and I started taking care of the stuff here. And, um, so COVID really made it rough, but it took us almost the full year to get them all rented. Oh, wow. But we didn't have any debt on it. So it wasn't that anything was consuming us while we was going to pay cash for everything. And um, so, you know, if I would have been borrowing all the money, then I would have been having to come up with, you know, $16,000 a month to pay a note or something. So so that was the blessing in the whole thing is we didn't have a lot of have any debt at the time. Wow. Well, and you got the whole apartment building uh, rented now? Is that what you said? Yes. Yes, sir. Awesome. I think there's about four vacancies right now where she's, she's got some turn, turnover. Very cool. And Winston, are you comfortable with sharing with our listeners and our viewers? So you started off, excuse me, in a trailer with no running water and almost all boarded up windows and your personal property now. All right. One more time, that question. Um, Do you want to just talk about your personal property now compared to what you started with? Well, so I started in a trailer, the house that, where we were living while I was gone out of town, my wife started Airbnb in it. And it's a 12,000 square foot house or 11,000, a little bit under 12,000 square foot house. And it was just her and I living there. So I was gone. So she started Airbnb. And when I came back home, she was making $25,000 a month Airbnb in it. So I said, wow. I'm not moving back upstairs. We had a, it's got a two bedroom apartment in a basement. So we, we moved in the basement and we, we lived there for the last year. And I was, I got 45 acres right down the road. So we started building a shop house 
over there, and it's a little bit of traffic and have a shop house, but it come up. But so we just moved into that house uh, about three, maybe four weeks ago, and then in the back of the property, we'll eventually come in and build another forever home back there. But we haven't done that yet. But we're going to just enjoy it for a little while. Does that awesome. answer the question you was looking for? It, <laughs> it does. And so just to tell you, so I've stayed with them several times. I spent New Year's um, with them. So they're, so now their former personal residence um, is absolutely gorgeous and just kind of hit home to, to everyone is the fact that, you know, he's built a huge real estate portfolio and chose, now this is not an ordinary basement. Uh, apartment by any means, but still, you know, the fact that they are so focused on their goals that they're living in their basement. So it's a great story. And it's beautiful. And they have a, it's really like a resort house. It's perfectly gated. There's a website for that one. Uh, I guess templatehouse.com that she has a website on, on that house where she does the other Okay, so it's T E M P L E T templatehouse.com. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It might Let's be check that out. House. My wife does that instead of me. So one of those two. Okay. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing that. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to have a wedding or you just want a big family getaway or yeah. a friend getaway, and it's a great location, um, go and stay with them at the Template House. Now, COVID didn't affect our there because we do a lot of micro weddings there and it really didn't affect us. So where everybody else's wedding venues were shutting down, we were able to remain open because we're, we're, we're in the county and they're really, they're not worried about it too much. So we still booked weddings the whole time, usually 20, 30 people, maximum amount of people, but, but she kept it busy and kept it rented the whole entire time. That's awesome. <laughs> That's that's amazing to think about your personal residence, how much cash flow you can get out of it. So it truly is an asset, not a liability. <clears throat> now, Justin, let me tell you something. If I had my way, I would sell that house right now. And, <laughs> and I'm and I'm going to tell y'all why I could sell that house. Okay, you know, that's great. And and she's making she's making four hundred thousand plus this year with that house, and and it's mostly probably. Oh no. Winston, are you still there? I think the internet has uh has gotten us here. I'm so here. Take- can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Woo, thank okay. gosh. So so I told her last year, I said I'm- Oh, it's froze again, Winston. Okay. Winston might be having some issues with the with the broadband there. We'll we'll give him a few seconds here. <clears throat> this is a great story too. It is. It's too bad that he got cut off right in the middle of that. So, um, okay. Well, Super E, do you have any closing closing thoughts for today? Oh, I think Winston might be back. Okay, right, Winston, I, can I, you I, hear I, us? Right. Yeah. What? Can you hear me? What I did? I can move. Yeah. Okay. Got me. I, I had two yep. doors that were closed, so I opened those doors, and it might help us a little bit on the internet if it's on. Okay. Uh, gotcha. Direction. Yeah. So. So what I was saying was what was what would have been cool about it. I told her I said I can sell a house and we can probably get two million for the house. And I can take that two million dollars and over a very short period of time, I can double it. So you might make four hundred thousand dollars a year with it. But over a four year period of time, I can turn the, the value of the house. I can probably make better than four million with it over a four year period. Of time. But she's stuck on her. She wants to still do it. So we're going to continue to do the, the template house. 
So is is it happy happy wife happy life? Something like that, right? I'm, I'm more of a numbers guy. I run numbers. If it makes sense, it makes sense. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And I'm not in love with 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 any of it. You know, if I got a house and it's the, I run my numbers on all my homes every year. And if the numbers ever get out of whack and the house is worth too much money for what I'm getting in rent, I'll sell it. I'll buy two houses and I'll make almost double the rent off of that right there. So there's there's a whole lot of opportunity with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Winston, thanks for sharing your story today. Thanks for being on super. E had talked you up and, and I had your reputation, you know, definitely preceded you. You, you are uh, an inspiration to, to anyone wanting to get into real estate game in general. And I like how you're just self-made and, and you work, you work for yourself and you take care of your people obviously. And, and that's what has grown your portfolio the way that it is. I, I'm sure you have a ton more stories to share. Unfortunately, we're getting close on time here, and we so appreciate you being on. Um, Super E, did you have any closing thoughts for today? Well, I just wanted to ask, Winston, do you have anything yeah. that, you know, one final um, for our listeners for them to walk away with? Set your goals. Set mm-hmm. your goals and stick to the goals that you set. And read a book on development over and over. I, I, I think I told you the other day, the, the honeybee, I read that book and just yes. an awesome book. It's, a, it's an awesome book to teach you how multiple streams of income can change your life. It was called honeybee. Mm-hmm. The honeybee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. We'll put that in the show notes for everybody. So th- thanks again, Winston. Um, I'm Justin Bogart with Bright Path Notes. I'm sorry. I said, thank you all very much for offering, oh. inviting me. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't forget to check out the video feed. If you're listening to this podcast on our Bright Path Notes YouTube channel or Elizabeth Mayor's YouTube channel as well. I'm Justin Bogart with Bright Path Notes. And I'm Elizabeth with Elizabeth Mayora. All right. Thanks again, Winston. We'll see everybody next time. Thank you. Thank you. The Two Wealth Show is produced by Justin Bogart and Super E. Sponsored by Bright Path Notes and Elizabeth Mayora. Thanks for listening and watching for our show. 